it's this interesting thing of like, I feel like the universe is, is testing me. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Hello and Goodbye. I'm Leanna. I'm Jared. It's just us today. Yeah, solo, well, duo. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's, well, solo episode. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we, we're just going to talk about some random things that have happened. I'm going to give you guys an update on my dating life. Jared has a crazy story from Philly. And then... We... I have no update on my dating life. <laughs> Although I do have an update to give, but anyway. Um, we had an interesting experience yesterday that we're going to talk about. <laughs> so anyway, stay tuned for that. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk about some housekeeping stuff. So one, we would love if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Um, click the five stars. Tell us something you love about our podcast. And we have a contest going right now. So the winner is going to get an H&G OG hat. Mm -hmm. Okay, so submit those reviews. You have until January 1st. And then we would love if you would become a Patreone. Yes. And um, that for those of you who are new to this podcast, um, just a Patreon. We have a Patreon account. We call our, our patrons Patreones because mm -hmm. I don't know how to say Patron. It's Patron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's as little as $3 a month and Every bit helps the show out. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash hello and goodbye podcast. And then the last thing is another way to support us is by um, heading over to V Fresh. V is V-E-E fresh.com. It's a woman owned company that helps women take back their vaginal health. They really encourage just female empowerment because it's something that a lot of women struggle with that nobody talks about and doctors have no idea how to help recurring issues of yeast infections and bacterial infections and UTIs. So they have all the products for your vaginal needs. They have boric acid suppositories for yeast and bacterial infections. And then they have a, a supplement for your urinary health. They have lube now, like mm -hmm. organic lube and a wash. And you guys, I just can't recommend them enough. So if you want 10% off your first order, you're going to go to vfresh.com and enter hello2021 at checkout. Yep. <laughs> Made it through. You did it. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to start? Sure. Okay. So I'll tell my version of what happened last night. Okay. When we hung out. So, okay. So, okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, I I lived in China for a time right after college and, you know, got introduced to, like, the kind of, like, because, like, like, spa culture for men and there's, you know, there's a lot of places across Asia that have, like, all these different sauna rooms and then, like, you know, your typical, like, hot tub, cold tub kind of thing. Um, and you can get massages and whatever. But something I like to do when I get really stressed is to just go and like do the like sauna into the cold plunge kind of thing. And so you can just go and like use the facility. And there's also like, it's just relaxing. Like people spend like a whole day there even because there's like food if you want it. 
And there's like these rooms with like big recliners where you can just like chill and read and watch TV or whatever. So I, and I've, I've had people, I've brought people with me who have never been before. And what I normally do, because it can be like a little <laughs> bit overwhelming, because so like there's a single gender area and then there's a co-ed area. And when you first go, you get like a locker and you put your clothes in the locker and then they give you like shorts and a t-shirt, these little like pajamas basically, for, to wear in the co-ed area. But in the single gender area, when you're in like the hot tubs and steam rooms and cold tubs and stuff, everyone is nude. And so typically what I'll do with someone who's never been there before is I'll like explain a little bit on the way and then, or I'll like, you know, explain like before people, you know, like when I invite them, then I'll say like, okay, go in, like kind of rinse off, you know, take a quick shower and then put on your little pajamas and meet me in the co-ed area. And then like, that's usually like the way to kind of like explain it a little bit more and like break people in or whatever. So driving down you and I were talking and I, I guess part of it was I had thought you like knew more about like what the Korean spa was like I just sort of made that assumption that like we had talked about it but right well because you and I also have talked about cold plunging a lot yes. and I had told you recently that there's a place in Redlands Flow Evolution that has a sauna and a cold plunge and you can pay $60 for an hour yep. and you get the cold plunge and the sauna as much as you want and so yep. I had told you that and you're like Listen, I have, I, we could go here and this is cheaper. Yeah. It's yeah. like 30 bucks for as long as you want. Right. right. Um, so anyway, so we get there and I had, and I was like, okay, you know, take a quick shower, like, you know, put on your little pajamas and then I'll meet you in the co-ed area in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And so I go and you know, like doing my thing or whatever. And I go out and I'm like sitting in the co-ed area, like right near where you would come out. Mm -hmm. And I got there in like, maybe it was like 11 minutes after we had walked in. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And then like, now it's five minutes, now it's 10 minutes. And like, luckily I had like, I wanted to just like do some like stretching and stuff anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting there like stretching, like relaxing. Like I didn't have my phone with me or anything because I normally just stick it in my locker. And so, so I'm sitting there for like 20 minutes and Leanna never shows up. And like, I was like kind of worried, but like knowing you, you're, you know, you just, so I'm like, maybe she just like got into being in the hot tub and is doing her cold plunge thing and whatever. And so I'm like, okay, so what I did after waiting there for 20 minutes was I walked back to my locker and I texted you from my phone and said, Hey, um, I was waiting for you. I haven't seen you. And I'm like, and I kind of explained like where I would be in the co-ed area. I would like do some of the sauna stuff in the co-ed area. And I said, I'll be in one of these three places for like the next hour if you need me or whatever. And so then I go and do that for like an hour and I never see Leanna. <laughs> and then I come back to the locker room where my phone is. And I'm like, well, I'm just doing my own thing at this point. Because I, I, you know, I have no idea what's going on. And you had sent a couple texts of like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize you wouldn't have your phone. And like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to be in the dudes area. 
like, do you want to leave at this time? And you were like, okay. And I said, like, I hope you're having a good experience. Um, I had a lovely time. It was, <laughs> it was exactly what I needed. It was very relaxing. Okay, but now why don't you tell your version of the story? Okay. I was telling my sister this this morning. She was cracking up. Okay, so when you said, do you want to go to the Korean spa? Uh-huh. I was thinking it would be indoor, outdoor, uh, common area jacuzzis and cold plunges, and we would be wearing bathing suits. The men and women are together yes. and everyone's in swimsuits. Yeah, okay. okay. So then when we got there and it seemed very like structured mm -hmm. and it was like all of a sudden we're getting like, well, you told me along the way, like, oh no, they probably won't let you wear your bathing suit. And I'm like, what? That was like when we were like three minutes away from pulling into the I park. Know. And I, I and was I'm like, like, oh yeah, no, you're naked. In the, and you were like, what? And I was like, yeah, like I was surprised you were surprised. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so then I was like, what, what do you, and then they give you these pajamas and I'm like, why do I have to wear pajamas? <laughs> like, I'm so confused. So then you say to me, okay, go get change. I think you even said rinse off, rinse yep. off, go get change. And I'll meet you in the common area in 10 minutes. And I'm like, I, it's like, I walked into the women's side of things and I lost all sensory, um, like, um, what's the word? Like concept of reality. Yes. Yes. Of time, of reality. I was shook. <laughs> like it took me a little bit to find, like, I was like, where's the locker to put my shoes? And then I went back and there's just like women rocking around naked. And I'm like, what? And then I'm like, where do I change? Like, do I change in the bathroom stall? And like women were just like changing in front of the lockers. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, like my heart rate was like going up and I'm like, so I just like, I changed like real quick, like into my, I looked very cute by the way. And, um, <laughs> and I just kind of like walked around a little bit and I was like, like walked back and there was just like naked women ever, like the most naked people I've in one room I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And we'll come at the end, we'll come to the conclusion that I came to. It was very confronting for me. Uh -huh. But anyway, so I'm like, like, okay, I don't know what to do. So I go out into the common area and it's just like, it's warm and the ground is like warm. And then there's just like people laying everybody. And I looked for Jared and I didn't see him. And then I walked, there's like a back area that's like a little warmer. And then I kind of walked around and like looked at each room thinking like, this is, this is very uncomfortable for me. <laughs> um, and I probably waited. I think I waited five minutes. Okay. So you probably got there in like five minutes. Maybe I got there in five minutes. And then waited five yeah. minutes. Yeah. And then I was yeah. like, okay, he's not here. I, and then I was thinking he's probably in the jacuzzi or doing something. I'll go in. I'm going to go get my phone. So I went and got my phone and I just like stayed in the little, like there's a lounge area, like for women. I just kind of stayed there and I had my phone and then, you know, I wasn't getting any texts from Jared. So I was like, I don't know. And you never thought to like come back out to where we said we would meet each other? <laughs> no. I, again, like I just, I lost all. Yeah, you got like, really overwhelmed. Common sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost all common sense. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to survive two and a half hours of this. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go book a massage. Like that will like eat up some eat time. Up some time. <laughs> so I went and booked a massage and the massage was at 640. Well, Jared 
That was that was 15 minutes into me sitting yes. waiting for you. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm in the massage and the massage is not great. And I had spent this money that I didn't want to spend, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I get out of the massage. It's an hour later. And I have see all these texts from Jared, like, Hey, I waited for you for like 20 minutes. I'm going to be like here. So then I started feeling anxiety. Like, Oh my gosh, Jared's mad at me. I missed these texts. Like, he was waiting for me and like the timeline of it was I got your text at 645 and my massage started at 640. Oh. So, um, so anyway, I was like, so then I was texting him like, I'm so sorry. Like I got a massage and I just like, don't know what to do and blah, blah, blah. And Jared's like, just thinking like, oh, she's fine. Like, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm like near a panic attack. Yeah, because your text to me sounded like, oh, sorry, I missed your text. Like, I'm doing this, this, and this. And I was like, oh, okay, like, that's cool. Like, yeah. And that's why I was like, well, like, I hope you're having fun. Like, you know, because I was like a little bummed because we wanted well, to like, hang out. Well, the whole reason, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And then I felt like, is this my fault? Like, I messed it up. And then I'm like, okay, well, he said he's going into the men's area. And so, like, I don't know what to do now. So I put my pajamas back on and I went out into the common area and I'm like, I don't want to be like with naked people like naked and like so but I also like don't feel like sweating like in these pajamas that like aren't mine and like in sauna rooms with like people that I don't know and sweating with them and like breathing their air and I like again like I just the salt room is really cool you missed out <laughs> you like lay on these big like salt racks and it's all these like salt and it's like good air but and there they... were like people in there and it was really hot and like sure. I just I just, I sat down and then I was like, okay, I think I have to like be a little brave and like go back. Like what I really wanted to do was get in the jacuzzi, but I also like didn't want to get a yeast infection. And so I'm thinking like, what makes me, what makes me the most uncomfortable? And one of those things is naked people and yeast infections. <laughs> well, and it's interesting because the whole like yeast, like even having that thought to me feels like comes from like the oh it's weird and like not okay for like people to be in a hot tub together naked because you've been in hot tubs with many many people before and have not worried about a yeast infection yeah but this it felt it just it was in i think it was being indoors uh -huh. and then yeah like being naked and like i don't know these people like when i'm in hot tubs i'm with like friends that's you know, fair. like, I don't know these people. So I'm I mean, like, like, well, we've done hot tubs, like, at hotels and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying. So anyway, so I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to be, like, naked. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I go in and I rinse off because I had, like, oil all, all over my body. And I, like, rinse off and I'm, like, kind of looking around. And, like, I walk around and, like... There's like people bathing each other and like, I mean, it's very cultural and, and it wasn't like, I wasn't looking on it as in like, this is disgusting. Mm -hmm. It was more of just like, oh, okay. This is something I'm, I haven't seen. I'm not yeah, used yeah. to this. So anyway, I'm like, okay. So I get in the hot jacuzzi and then I'm like, I'm just kind of looking around, like looking at people's bodies, different bodies and like trying not to stare too much, but like hoping they're not looking at me. <laughs> okay I'm gonna go in the cold tub and go in the cold tub and I'm like trying to breathe and then I get in the warm tub and then back to the hot and then I go to the cold and then the hot and then the cold and I tried the sauna and then my face felt like it was gonna burn off <laughs> and I was like, 
it was a near it was it was like my heart i could not you were like near panic the whole time yes yeah like i could not relax my heart was racing i didn't know what to do i could not get out of there fast enough wow but i also like didn't want to be like like a party pooper and just like get dressed and then go sit in the lobby for an hour while you were sure. finishing up your stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, I realized like something, something that happened for me though, during this time is I had a revelation that I've never had before hmm. that being naked is more intimate to me than mm. sex mm. and being around naked people is very uncomfortable for me i do not want people to see me naked um and i also realized that i'm kind of that way with my partners too mm -hmm. like if i don't feel 100 comfortable with a partner i don't really want to see them walking around naked and I don't want them looking at me naked. Yeah. And as long as like we're like in the act and there's not like staring or like anything like that, I'm good. Um, but even like my ex-husband, like we rarely slept naked together. Mm -hmm. um, my it was my close or my most recent ex-boyfriend. The second night we hung out. We didn't have sex, but we slept naked together. And it was probably one of the most intimate times we've ever had. And then we never did it again. Mm. And I even like asked him about it. And he was like, didn't really want to do it anymore. So then that like feeds into like the like, oh, okay. He doesn't want to sleep naked with me. I, I think a lot of it is like body, like image issues. Okay. Um, and also like some religious oppression mm -hmm. of like, you're not allowed to look at naked people on the television and you should only be naked with your husband. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, yeah. And, and you said in your family, like that was like, yeah, we weren't naked. We never really, were really naked around each other. I mean, yeah. even to today, like my best friend, like we'll be naked around each other, but it's, I have to like really get out of my own head hmm. and like my sister and my mom. And I'm like, I don't want them seeing me like change clothes. Like I always yeah. tell them to look away. Like it is like, I, <laughs> I haven't been that uncomfortable in a really long time. And just the, the miscommunication and my inability to like, have any type of like decision making skills yeah. and it was it was the wildest experience <laughs> that's so i mean i you know i'm sorry that it was like so like confronting but i mean it sounds like you like made the best of it and i guess gained some insight from it or whatever well and yeah i mean definitely i mean the, uh, the best thing is that's like just a great story yeah yeah <laughs> But, um, you know, it, it is interesting, like, the naked thing of... Well, um, yeah, I feel like I'm in the middle of the road on that because I've had... I've known people and couples and even people I've dated who, like, are just kind of, like, naked all the time. And I'm like, hmm, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not, like, on that yeah. far end of the yeah. spectrum. But then... But I'm, I'm, like, middle of the road because then I'm, like, comfortable and whatever and, like... Um, and it feels nice to be like 
intimate and just yeah. sort of skin to skin and like, you know, and, but I also, I think I, I told you the story. There was like someone that I was, had been talking to for a while, like long distance. And then we met up in Las Vegas and like sort of spent a few days together. And like the first day we were there, we like ended up like hooking up. And afterwards, like we're in this hotel and like I get out of the bed and I like, I think I like walk across the room to like grab my water, like go to the bathroom, like come back, like we're talking. And she was like, what, like, what are you doing? Like, you're just hanging out naked. Like, this is okay. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, okay. Like I, you know, and so like, there are people who, you know, for whom like it takes a lot to have that comfort level. Yeah. 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 It's, I definitely like, if I sleep with someone that I'm not like, don't fully have my trust in yet. Mm Mm-hmm. I put my clothes on immediately and I want them to put their clothes on too. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just, it's very interesting. I, I've only sent like a full nude to maybe two different guys mm-hmm. and the responses weren't like great. Mm. And so even that it's like, just is reiterating the like the own insecurity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there was I did like check out a lot of like different types of bushes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's everybody doing these days? <laughs> By the way, th- this isn't the place to be like, it, uh, like uh, to get caught up on like current hip pubic hair because no, no. it's mostly like older women a lot of them like you know yeah. from korea were, or other there were Asian actually countries. a lot of young beautiful women oh yeah yeah a lot of them and mm-hmm. um i was i was admiring a lot of different body shapes and just like noticing the beauty in each different one and so there was that too but that's I, cool yeah. like a journey towards like just overall comfort and body acceptance and yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, and, and, and when you had said people bathing each other like there's a you know, so there's a part of the facility where in like some Asian cultures, there's a tradition where you like kind of sit on a little stool and like, you know, fill up water into a bucket and use that to like wash your hair and clean your body and stuff like that. And I think you had seen like a mother and yeah. a daughter doing that, right? Like, which is like, again, part of that culture, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. actually really beautiful. And I, and I was thinking like, I've never been naked in front of my mom who is also naked. Yeah. You know, and like it was actually like very beautiful and like very intimate. So, would you go back? No. <laughs> <laughs> that is the end of that for me. Okay, so next time I go, I won't bother to send you the invite. I'll just go solo. Well, it's funny because we met up with your friend afterwards. I know, it was and so she good to was see like, oh, "Okay, you know, she was a little more like, yeah, like I changed in front of my mom and like whatever, mm-hmm. no big deal, and like." Yeah. You know, like, she she seemed like, she wasn't like, oh, yeah, like, I would love that. But, like, she was like, oh, yeah, I, like, wouldn't be as uncomfortable around a bunch of naked women. Yeah. You know, which is, which is just interesting to get that perspective, too. Yeah. yeah. It was it was a pretty wild experience. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I could broaden your horizons. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But it is something that I do want to, like, when I do meet someone, I want to explore that with, mm-hmm. you know, and just kind of be like, yeah, this is kind of where I'm at and I this is a struggle for me and like do you want to help me like be there with me during this and like maybe we could try sleeping naked together and like do you like my naked body you know like all of that kind of stuff that anyway 
So ultimately it was a good experience with the outcome that happened, but during mm -hmm. it, I was very traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like part of me was like worried about you. Like when I was like waiting for you and like, where is she? And then I texted you and then I was like, and then I was like, okay, me, you know, I'll text her. Like she'll, you know, I don't know if she lost track of time, but then she'll look at her phone. And so like, when I was like then in the different sauna rooms in the co-ed common area, I was like, I guess she's not coming. You know, then it was like, <laughs> then we, it was like, we had been there for like an hour and 20 minutes and I still yeah. hadn't seen you. So I was like, okay. Like, yeah. Because uh, then part of it was like, like also like, why, you know, like, why like, haven't why? I seen her? Like, yes. where is she? Like, like, I know. Yeah, but it was. Fun. Yeah. But the funniest part is why didn't I just go back into the common area? Yeah. I don't know why. Well, you were, you were panicked. I, I also, yeah. I also think what's interesting about this story is you and I have completely different views on what happened for us and the communication and everything. And that's so applicable in relationships. That's true. You know, when yeah. there's miscommunication and one person is thinking this and the other person is thinking this, like, I think it's so important for you to hear each other out of like, what was your own experience of what just happened? Well, yeah, and weirdly, after waiting 20 minutes for you, <laughs> I went back to my phone and I didn't have anything from you, mm -hmm. right? If you had said like, I'm freaking out, I don't know what to do, or what, like, right? Like, I, I was almost thinking that I would either have a text from you or something, so then when I didn't, I like extrapolated from, you know, I made some assumptions from that. I'm like, okay, I guess she's like, Doing the tub and cold plunge and whatever else yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So. Well, and I'm trying to think like what went through my mind not to text you or to go back again. And I think there was, you know, you're so independent. Mm. And I think I just assumed like maybe you came in and I wasn't there. And so then you went back and you didn't have your phone on you, which is why yeah. I didn't get a text from you. So it wouldn't make sense for me to text you. Yeah, yeah. And, and then I think there was also this like fear of abandonment of like, what if oh, I try again? I'm sorry. For no, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's just all of my own stuff, but yeah, it's like, yeah. what if I try again and he's not there? And like, what are we even going to do? You know, like it was, <laughs> it was just, it was a lot. So anyway. Anyway, thanks for hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the last time we recorded, it was Thanksgiving day. Mm -hmm. You were in Philly. Yep. And you came back and told me you have a crazy story to tell. So I had a really nice time. I saw family. I saw friends. But um, people who follow me on Instagram saw that I was at uh, a Chelsea Handler stand-up show with my friend. Oh, I didn't even see that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Obviously, you know. Did you post it on your attention. feed? Yeah. Yeah, I posted like a bunch of pictures from Oh, that yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, oh, I yeah. guess I just didn't put the tunes together. You didn't see the huge sign behind us that said Chelsea Handler. <laughs> I was probably just going quickly. So on Friday, Black Friday, I my friend Meg, my friends Megan and Rosemary who were married and Rosemary's pregnant and Megan had, you know, Megan and I talked like months ago and she was like, hey, we have these Chelsea Handler tickets in Atlantic City. Atlantic City's like an hour or so from Philly. And uh, she's thinking she doesn't want to go now because she's going to be like really close to her due date and like that many people and whatever. And uh, 
I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, let's go. And like Megan and I have been like really close for a long time and we don't get to like hang out very often. Like, you know, so, but then when we were like booking the hotel, Megan's like, well, if, you know, Roe goes into labor early, like we're going to have to, you know? And so we, we like booked a hotel where we could like cancel up to like two days before. Blah, sure. blah, blah. And so when I talked to Megan right before Thanksgiving, she was like, we went to the doctor on Wednesday. She's like, not even, you know, like it's, it's going to be a while. Like we're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like, okay. we're good. And so we meet up, we drive out to Atlantic city. We, um, have a nice dinner together. We're talking, having laughs, having a good time. We go to Chelsea Handler. Then after Chelsea Handler, we end up like in the bar in this casino. Like we didn't go like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like had some drinks, sure. met some people, having yeah. fun, blah, blah. We get back to our hotel at like 1.15 a.m. And it's like, okay, like, good night, you know, like, and then we're going to, you know, have brunch and head back in the morning. Wake up at 2 a.m. So like, like literally like 30 or 40 minutes after we went to sleep. Megan's like, hey, dude, Rosemary texted me like, it's happening. Like, <gasps> we have to go. And so, thankfully, like, we, like neither one of us, like, drank so much that, like, we couldn't yeah, drive, right? Yeah, yeah. Which we did on purpose or whatever. But, like, literally, like, <gasps> 40 minutes after getting it, we throw everything in the car, you know, like, we put on some clothes, throw everything in the car, driving, like, at, like, 3 a.m. down the Atlantic City Expressway, which is just, like, this dead straight, like, five-lane highway, like. Yeah, what was the from- hours-wise? How long did it take you to get back? Like, like, like less than an hour. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Cause like I was driving pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but so then, and it was funny cause on the way back, Megan's like, um, so where, what are you going to do? And I was like, uh, cause she was like, cause they had this, their labor plan was like, they were going to call Rosemary's mom who lives in Philly who was going to come over to watch their daughter, Rudy, mm-hmm. who's like three and a half. And then. Uh, you know, and, and they were like, she was like, well, Rose mom is going to like be in the guest room or whatever. And I was like, can I just crash on the couch for like a few hours and then I'll get yeah. out of there? Cause I had plans with my other friend, like the next morning, basically. Um, so anyway, it was a whole thing. We got home. Wow. Ro was like having contractions. They like left for the hospital. Then Rosemary's mom came over and I was like, Hey, and I was like, I was just going to crash here on the couch. You know, they set up the guest room for you and like. She was like, oh, I'm, I'm awake. Like, I'm not going. She's like, yeah. go ahead. So I, like, went up into the guest room and, like, passed out for, like, four hours. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but now they have a son Oh, as my well. gosh. That's an amazing story. Yeah, it's crazy. It was I really love fun. that. And so then I was in Philly on Sunday with another friend of mine. They were still in the hospital. Um, and so I, I like, went, like, went to Whole Foods and, like, bought them some, like, food and like Aww. you know like cold brew and like some flowers and made them a little card and we like dropped it off and that's stuff so like cute that. yeah, did you nice. see the get to see the baby i did not get to meet the, yeah the, the, probably the covid right COVID yeah yeah, yeah and and they they got out of the like they got released from the hospital like like a day after i left so okay oh yeah. my gosh that's so cool I know, that crazy. is a great story yeah yeah um, so, well, what's interesting is, so the other thing we we're going to talk about is the day that that happened for you, actually, mm-hmm. I had a past life regression 
hypnotherapy session with Jennifer. Jennifer, Jennifer, the the grief grief medium. medium. Um, She was on our episode um, just a few episodes ago. And she's a medium. And she also does hypnotherapy and past life stuff. And um, so we wanted to kind of like transition into like just talking about the universe and like signs that it gives us. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I was like, I was a little... I was very nervous, very nervous going into mm-hmm. this because one, I didn't, I've never been hypnotized before. I didn't want it to be one of those things where it's like they snap their finger and you like, you know, cluck like a chicken or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Jennifer's so great and she's so gentle and nurturing and like just helps you along, you know, yeah. and. So I'm not going to share the whole thing. Um, I shared it with Jared, but I will give kind of like a summary of like kind of what happened. So basically she, she gets you into this state where it's, it's like if you've meditated and you've gotten really deep within yourself and you're kind of in your subconscious and it, Mm -hmm. you're in like this kind of other like plane almost. Yeah. It's one step deeper than that. Okay. And then when she gets you there, which she gets you there very gently, like Mm. there's nothing but like good thoughts and warmth. And um, basically she guides you to cross over this bridge. And um, when you get over the bridge, she, there's doors Mm -hmm. and you get to choose which door you go through. And, um, and you basically have like a visualization experience of like past lives. Yes, exactly. So, so I, so then what happens is, so I went through the first door and she just asked you is like, what do you see? Um, look at your hands, look at your feet. What are you wearing? And something that I really struggled with was how do I know that what, I'm seeing is true. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I know that this is actually like something from my past life? And I even like asked her, I said, I think I'm doing this wrong. Like, I, I don't know. And she's like, she's like, I, I wish I had known this in the beginning. Um, but cause my sister and I kind of talked about it afterwards, but a lot of, I mean, the images that you see, you're pulling from things that you've seen. Yeah. Books that you've imagined movies that you've seen, because there's no way we can, like those yeah, are you the, couldn't you couldn't visualize something you had never seen exactly. or conceived of, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I guess I'll just kind of like summarize each life. So I I saw two lives of mine, mm-hmm. um, and if you don't believe this, like that's totally fine. I, I mean, the thing is, is like I think with both this and the session with her, the kind of the um, where she. I guess just the mediums of like there was a spirit guide and a guardian angel and all of that, whether it's real or not. And I, I do believe it's real. It's something that's going to guide you to like healing. Well, yeah. And I mean, I think especially this one, it is pulling images from your self-conscious that are very powerful in like self-discovery mm-hmm. and in, you know, like recognizing and maybe changing some patterns in your life and things like that. And so, I mean, 
even if even if you say like oh i'm not going to buy into the mystical element or i don't believe in past lives or whatever you're pulling like images out of your deep sub subconscious that are really like powerful and can yeah. be really instructive right well and i forgot to say too that like in the beginning before we even went into it she's like what do you want to gain from this mm. what did you say i said i want to work through some of my trauma mm. around romantic relationships okay okay <laughs> so my first life um i started as like a teenage girl and it was in kind of like i don't know if you've read or watched anne of green gables but it was kind of like in that era Mm -hmm. and um, my sister, I had a sister, and my sister was my current sister, uh -huh. um, which is common because a lot of times in our lives, we have, we see and connect with the same souls. Mm -hmm. That's why you have what's called a soulmate. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, and I think the father, my parents were happily married, and they were very gentle and kind. And my father, I think, was my mom's dad. So my grandfather. Yeah, so so you, who you were seeing as your father in this visualization of the past life was your maternal grandfather that you re you recognized him from your yeah. life. Right? And it, yeah. it, it's not that they looked the same, yeah. but I could tell from their eyes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like she, she asked you, she's like, look into their eyes. Like, who do you know them? Mm. and I oh, did wow. I don't think I knew my mom yeah yeah so anyway so then she just kind of it's like she's putting you she's painting you up into a picture here and then she says go fast forward to a significant time in your life mm -hmm. and um I there was a brief moment of me getting married and then pretty soon after that I had a baby and my husband was my ex-boyfriend that's whose face you saw the, when yeah. you looked at your husband. Yeah, well, yeah. not the necessarily the face, but like the the knowing. Yeah, that energy the eyes and the, the eyes. energy. Okay, yeah. Um, of my most recent ex boyfriend. Okay. And I was excited about my child, but I wasn't. I didn't feel a lot of emotion for anyone. Mm. And she asked me, "Are you happy in your marriage?" And I said, "No." And she said, why not? And there was something about an obligation to getting married and that we basically had this loveless marriage where I felt alone and he cheated on me. Like, you guys, it's a why I, I can't make this up. Like, this is what I saw. Yeah. What I saw is he had an affair. And but because of this time, I was obligated to stay in the marriage and raise the kids. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And that was my duty. Mm -hmm. And um, when I, she, she then asks you to like, well, where, like go to where you are going to pass. Like mm -hmm. go to, and I was, I was laying in a bed and my husband was not there. Yep. And my kids were. Mm -hmm. And they were grown. Um, and I loved my kids and they loved me and there was support there. And she, she says, I, I, you you're going to pass from this life now, but you're going to, you're not in pain and mm -hmm. you're at peace. And she says, let yourself pass. And so then I pass through and she immediately says, who greeted you? Mm -hmm. And it was my sister. Aww. Um, and 
then she says, what is the lesson that you learned in that life? And immediately the first thing that came to my head was, I don't need a man. Boom. And the other lesson was that I can find happiness in other relationships. Wow. <laughs> Look at you. So then she guides you back into where you're looking at those doors again. Uh-huh. And I hope I'm not like spoiling this. I don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to give too much detail if any of you guys want to do this. Yeah, you should totally session. do it. Go follow Jennifer the Grief Meeting. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then my next life, um, I was, I also was like late teenager and I was in Paris and um, I had like, I was in the time where I had like black lace up boots and big dresses like that were kind of fancy. Sure. And my parents um, were like middle class. Okay. And I had a brother and my friend Janae is going to die because she listens to this podcast. But my brother was her brother. Okay. <laughs> and my mom was so my... So he was your brother in a previous he was, life. Yes. And now he's your good friend's brother. Yes, but we life. grew up together. Yeah, and yeah. he was kind of like my brother, and I always wanted him to be my brother. Oh, yeah. And um, and my mom was my mom. And I didn't recognize my dad. Mm. Okay. Um, anyway, in that life, I had this love affair young with this kind of like an older man, almost like maybe and not older, but like, like 10 years or whatever, okay. who was like this finance guy. And he, we ended up, um, getting pregnant and we weren't married yet. Mm. And he abandoned me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and wouldn't marry me. And then I was unmarriable because mm. I had a child out of wedlock. Um, and I remember seeing this boy and looking into his face and his eyes and the love I felt for him was deep love. Mm. And she says, do you recognize him? And I was like, no, I don't. But like, it was just this love that I just wanted to be with him forever. Mm. And he was about maybe one and a half, two, when I kind of looked at him. Um, anyway, I ended up losing him. Oh, no. Early. Um, maybe like six or seven from like th a disease. disease or something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And, um, Which would be common for that time. Yeah. yeah. And I was um, lived with my parents and became a seamstress. And then I lived alone and died alone. Okay. <laughs> and she said, what was the lesson that you learned in that life? Because the passing of my son was so horrible mm -hmm. that the lesson that I learned is that I'm resilient and I still, I still continued on with my life and mm. I made it work for me. Yeah. Um, and then she brings you, you know, to this place where you're sitting on this bench in some kind of meadow and, um, you're just reflecting on what you just saw and all of this. And she said, is there someone there with you? And I was like, yeah, there is. And it was a, a guy. Um, and we were in love. But it was this safe love where he was just so in love with me. And he kept saying, like, I love you for exactly who you are. Mm. 
Um, and he was holding me and kissing me and, and it was like very, it sounds like it was like sort of like peaceful and secure. It was, I didn't want to leave the moment. Yeah. Like I didn't, but not like this, like overwhelming, like intensity, like, no, not at all. And I saw what he looked like. He was tall Mm -hmm. and he had brown hair that was straight Mm -hmm. and, um, kind of lighter and, and light kind eyes and um i didn't know i've never seen him though Mm, okay and um i thought for a second maybe that is also my ex-boyfriend but i've never felt that i never felt that way Mm -hmm. with my ex and you and i kind of talked about that last night like it couldn't it can't be him unless it's like four lives from now and we keep you know learning lessons and then it eventually turns mm-hmm. it but it doesn't feel like that yeah and the, i think the the bigger lesson is your ex's appearance in the first past yeah. life yeah right? yeah as the person who cheated on you and like left you in a sort of like alone in a loveless marriage right? yeah yeah um, and not that he did any of those no, things. No, so no, 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 no. My ex-boyfriend did not cheat on me. But, yeah, 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 yeah. but I did feel alone in the relationship. Yeah. I felt alone and I felt abandoned. Yeah. Um, and, but my ex is a very nice person and, um, I, you know, he's, he's got his own stuff just like I have. Yeah. Like you both tried really hard, but we that's did. how it felt. Yeah. So. And, yes. and maybe to him too. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she asked me, are you going to meet this person in your present life or in a future life? Yeah. And I couldn't, I was like, I can't answer that question. Oh. I said that to her because she, you talk to her as you go. And yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. I said, I can't answer it. I said, because this feels so amazing. I want it to be this life that I don't know what the answer is. Oh, like if you said yes, you're afraid that that would just be you wishing it. And then if than... I said no, then what do I have to look forward to in this life, you know? Aww. And um, and so she said, okay, that's okay. Yeah. And, um, and then she gets you out of it really slow. Um, and when I, when I first came out of it, I just, I had a headache because your eyes are like, kind of like fluttering back. Oh, like head. almost like a REM sleep kind the of thing. The whole time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, um, and I just didn't believe it. Like, I just didn't believe it. I was like, how can that, I don't, I just feel like I made that all up. Yeah. And we kind of talked it through. And then the more I stepped away from it and kind of talked to a couple people about it, the more I'm like, no, it happened. Like yeah. that happened. And, um, and I think that if I stay on the track that I'm on, I can meet, if it's not that person, someone similar to that and like experience that type of love because I've been through all of these things in my current life and in my past life of like, okay, I can find fulfilling relationships. I am very resilient. Like I've made it Mm -hmm. through all of this. And now I'm like, I've done the work. There's all these resources now, like, mental health and like therapists and you know we're at that time there wasn't and like you had to stay in loveless marriages or you were you know and all of this stuff and um yeah so i i was wasn't gonna share everything with you guys but i guess i just did (laughs) well so what i love about that is like 
these two lessons speak straight to this like deep anxiousness that you feel around relationships that has been really difficult for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, like what a deeply powerfully therapeutic experience of to like in this very like sort of powerful way, like learn the lesson of like, you know, because I think, I think there's the anxiousness and fear of abandonment that I think sometimes like sabotages stuff for you. It says like, I need to find a man to love me in order to be okay and be complete. Mm -hmm. And like to have this experience where to like see in a really deep way, like that's not true. And also like the abandonment stuff of like, if someone leaves me, cause like that, like, cause I, I can relate to anxiousness stuff too. And like this, you know, you don't put words to it consciously in this way, but what that that fear is saying to you in relational stuff is like, if someone that I love leaves me, I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like that, that is the fear. It's like so deep of like, I'm not going to survive this. And to be shown mm-hmm. like, y- yes, you will. Mm-hmm. Right. And then at the end of it to sort of see what a secure, like solid love looks like and feels like right and like to me like that's you know the same way when we interviewed Aaron and she was like write down your list and like make that list like your fucking bible like never deviate from it like no matter what you know it's like your north star like that's mm-hmm. your compass mm-hmm. um and it's almost like that feeling that you had is the compass. And so if you date someone and it feels like exciting, but uncertain and whatever, like then you can be like, nope, out of Mm -hmm. here next. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It sounds like it was a really valuable, beneficial experience. Yeah, it was. And I will say, we'll plug Jennifer real quick. Um, If you guys are interested in doing a, a session with her, like a spirit guide, angel, uh, guardian angel, medium session, um, or a past life regression um, therapy session, you go to jennifertheGriefmedium.com. And um, there's a discount code that I can't think of right now, but what we'll do is we'll put it in the description of the episode. Yeah. And um, you get 15% off of whatever you choose with her. And I, I can't, like, you guys, this is coming from someone who grew up so conservative Christian, yeah. who's always been taught, like, these things are of the devil. And um, I can't just, I cannot preach enough how gentle and kind Jennifer is. And I don't see evil in her. There's no, like, there's no manipulation. Yeah, there's no, like, ulterior motive. No, yeah. no. Um but something I wanted to say, but like, and so like, like if if this is for you, like you know, if you if hearing this, you think that might be something that would be helpful for you, do it. We're also not saying like everyone needs to do this. Oh yeah, whatever, for right? sure. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're not trying to pressure you guys to go for this. Yeah, like, yeah. This has to be you. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like probably don't do it if you're not like really open to it. Right? Yeah. 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 I think you have to be kind of open to it. And yeah. something she did say, so it was interesting, like. I didn't, I, when I had a friend who did this and she said she was bawling in each of her lives and I, I didn't, but when my ex, wait, you mean like she was like 
she was like a baller, like she was like really doing well, or no. like oh, oh, you mean she was like crying? Was that a cheesy joke? It was <laughs> yes. horrible. Balling. Oh my gosh. Um, She's like on MTV Cribs in her past life. Are you bored right now? Okay, no, I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, but um, the only time I cried, and it wasn't even like a cry, it was like one single tear came down my cheek was when I found out my husband had cheated on me. Mm. And I asked her, I said, why, I said, why didn't, I said, I, I didn't feel like the, the biggest emotion that I felt the whole time was for this little boy. And she said, I could feel you were guarded. She was like, you were guarded in your lives mm. and you were guarded now. Yeah. And she's like, and maybe that's a lesson you need to keep learning is how to, how to let that guard down. Yeah. So anyway, um, but what I wanted to talk about is, so talking about like the universe and like my sessions with Jennifer and if this is like your first episode, like I did a session with her and there's supposed to be this guy that I'm supposed to meet and I have this exact description of him, um, very similar to the man that was in that Oh, on the bench at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But without the glasses and wasn't wearing what she said. Without he was all wearing. the details that you badgered Jennifer to give you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm supposed to meet this man near Christmas. Oh. But it's like, yeah, she said like Christmas time. But then there's also like this other guy that I have like a huge crush on. And there's been some other men, like it's all of a sudden like men are coming into my life. Um, I, I want to give you guys a quick update. I did do that that video chat with that guy from Bumble. Mm -hmm. Zero chemistry. Okay. Zero chemistry. He was a nice person, but neither of, of us really messaged after. I think it was like just this mutual. So I just messaged him. I said, hey, you know, I didn't really feel anything. It seems like you didn't either. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, I do really wish you the best. And he's like, yeah, he's like totally the same. Like, thank you so much for spending time with me, blah, blah, blah. And then that was done. Um, but then I had this guy come out of nowhere from like, I had met him and the summer and mm -hmm. it was just this random meeting and nothing happened from it. And then all of a sudden, like he came out and he texted me and he's like, I want to take you out to dinner. And it just didn't feel right. Hmm. And then I, you know, made out with the, the 21 year old and, um, and that didn't feel, I mean, it was fun, but it was like, what am I doing? That's not where you want to go. That's, That's not, not the direction yes. that I want to be in. Yeah. And then there was this guy that I met recently at a, an event. Um, actually, I mean, a I don't want to say event. It was a memorial service, but it was very heartbreaking and sad and, um, but I had, I had met this person before because of this friend. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was kind of interested in him and, and in the past I hadn't been interested in him and mm -hmm. they were trying to set us up and I'm like, he's conservative and I'm just not like not that attracted to him. And then this time I, I was a little bit more attracted to him cause he's really, he's nice. Yeah. Like he's a nice guy and he's kind of quiet and like, I think I'm like growing, but I couldn't get over the conservative part. And also it was funny. Like we did hang out. I wanted to see if there was like chemistry. Mm -hmm. um, and he doesn't live in California. He lives in a different state. Okay. And all he talked about the whole time we hung out was how much he hates California and how much he loves this other state that he now lives in and how he never moved back. 
Okay. There was like no questions about me, yeah. my life. And so I was like feeling zero connection, but I was like, maybe we should like kiss though. Like, is there anything there? Zero, zero connection in the kiss. So I just texted him the next day. I'm like, I just, let's be friends. I said, between the political thing, because we talked about that, the political thing and you not living here and me not wanting to go there, like this just, there's no reason to even keep talking. Yeah. And then he texted hey, me. good for you, by the way. I, I feel you. like you wouldn't have done that, like uh, like even like six months or a year I ago. probably wouldn't have. Yeah. So. Because because you would have been like, well, you know, maybe, and I don't know. Yeah. And like trying to like talk yourself into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. So, and then this other guy that I just have the biggest crush on that you and I talk about all the time. It's the guy that we were like talking and he's like not ready. And then I want to date him. And then we were trying to be friends and they were like sexting and then that didn't work out. And I think subconsciously, I'm just like waiting for him. Mm. Like I'm waiting for him to come around to be like, okay, she's, she's worth it. Yeah. Like I know, maybe I don't feel like. 100% ready to put my heart out, but she's worth the risk. Yeah. And he hasn't. Mm -hmm. And I can't, like, what you said so beautifully yesterday is, like, the best thing you can do is just completely move on. Yeah. Like, completely move on. Because if even if I keep waiting for him and he meets someone else or he comes out here and doesn't contact me or we meet up, and he still isn't ready, and I'm, like, wanting to be all in, like, I would be heartbroken. Yeah. And he's already telling me no. Like, that's all he's done the whole time has been, like, no, 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 no. Mm. So I guess it's just, it's this interesting thing of, like, I feel like the universe is is testing me. Yeah. It's, like, you're on this path. You're going to meet this person, whether it works out or not, or whether I meet them or not. Yeah. But right now, your goal, you need to focus on this. Like, this is the path you're on. Yeah. And the reason these things don't feel right is because they're not. Yeah. And they're just getting in the way of, like, what my path is. Yeah. And, like, you're, like, learning through experience this way of, not even engaging with things that are wrong for you. Like not even like kind of getting distracted of like, oh, let's see what this is over here. Like like that that intuition is getting stronger to where you're just kind of like going to be able to like swat it away like flies without even like breaking stride. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to being like, oh, well, maybe and should I do this and whatever, you know, and then like stopping and getting distracted and putting your energy and emotion into that when like your energy and emotion has better places to be. Yeah. And I also feel like I've I've just been a little bit more content with yeah. being single lately, like kind of like in that life, like I have you and yeah. I have Colin Joe and I have Michelle and I have my family and I have my niece and I have my coffee shop friends and I have my clients. And like, I just have so much love and people around me that that's what I have to focus on right now yeah. is that, oh, and that so I can fill fulfillment. Yes. Um, but I also get lonely Yep. And I also really want a relationship. So something else that happened is, I think it was like last night or that, I think it was like two nights ago. Um, I had just watched something 
And I was really, it made me really scared. I was, mm. I started watching the show Unbelievable on Netflix. Mm. Uh, my friend Kaylee recommended it. I highly recommend it, but it is about sexual assault. It's a true story. It's a series based off of true story um, of a woman getting sexually assaulted and she files and it's just this horrible system of like everybody's against her. Nobody believes her. Nobody's supporting her. And then it's like this progression of, of realizing that, that she should be believed. Right. Yeah. 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 And um, it kind of, it points, it's very poignant to like how sexual assaults are like handled. Mm -hmm. And if you guys go listen to like hashtag, not all men, it's like, I have my own experiences of that. Yeah. Um, but Anyway, so I was really scared and I had this like paranoia almost of like someone breaking into the house and doing something. And so I was like running around the house and like, you know, closing the, you know, double checking the locks and closing all the windows. And I mean, and I live with my family, like, you know, and I yeah. still like was like kind of nervous. And I thought in that moment, I was like, how nice would it be if I just had someone to just hold me mm. and like be there with me? And so I kind of closed my eyes and whether you believe in God or the universe or whatever, I, I just heard it's coming soon. Like you're going to meet him soon, mm. but you're going to have to make a choice. Wow. And I don't know what that means or, yeah. but it was very, like, very clear. Like it was a very clear message. Wow. That's powerful. Well, and like... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like all of these messages are pointed at that part of you that's really anxious and fearful. Mm -hmm. You know, that that thinks you need the love of a man to be complete, that thinks if you love someone and they leave you that you won't survive that experience, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and even this guy that you're hoping comes around, like how much of that do you think comes from this idea of like, wow, there's all this stuff that I want here. Like the reason, like, I'll just say this for me, the reason in the past where I've like hung on so tightly to those things, for me, it was always like a hundred percent just the fear that I wouldn't be able to find actually what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. You're like, what if, what if someone this good doesn't yeah, come sure. around again? Right? Sure. Um, yeah. I think that's really powerful. Yeah. So I guess like, you know, we don't have any like advice for you on like the universe or, you know, if you don't believe in the universe, like, then that's okay too. Well, and I mean, it's, you know, there's different ways of conceptualizing it, like God or even people who are like, even if you think it's like, even if you want it to be like very like non-mystical, like atheistic about it of like something in your subconscious like you know like some some aspect of yourself that is kind of like clicking into place mm -hmm. right um it's interesting because for me i am uh i've been like feeling like some loneliness and stuff like that but like i'm in this place i feel like i'm in a really secure place um and one where I'm like, I think what the universe is like telling me and kind of calling me towards is like understanding myself more deeply. And so like, <laughs> I don't know how, it, like, I don't know how this is like become a segment on the show, but would you like an update on like my masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Uh, Cause you did no nut November. Yeah. 
And then... Uh, now it's December 5th today yeah, as we yeah. record this. Um, still haven't uh, jerked off. Wow. Because I... And here's the thing. Like, so... I And I was sort of, like, relating to a lot of what, what you were sharing in your story. Is, like, I feel like I'm learning about desire and my, like, loneliness and how I react to those things normally. I think for me, feeling desire for someone is very, very scary. Mm -hmm. And I think why, like, for me, like, masturbation and, like, porn consumption and stuff like that has at times been compulsive or unhealthy is to sort of, like, numb that to like numb desire because it feels really unsafe to like really want someone, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so I've had some weird, like powerful kind of experiences of like trying to understand like where that deep fear comes from and stuff like that. Um, and I don't know. Cause like, I'm also like, we had said this like a month and a half ago when we were recording, like, you know, like it's quote unquote, like cuffing season, mm -hmm. like the holiday season, like you're around your family. It's like all this stuff and you, you know, and it's just easier to get lonely and stuff like that. And so I've definitely been like feeling some of that, but what is cool for me is I'm like, like just adopting a stance of like curiosity towards it, of not like, cause I think in the past I would have tried to like push it away or be like, let me hit someone up that I know I can like hook up with or mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. you know, um, or like jerk off or like whatever it is. Um, and I'm just trying to like sort of sit with it and like see like, Oh, what is this about? And it's, it's really interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder how fast you would come. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird though. Cause I think like part like, I like will have thoughts about like, you know, like there's like, have you had a, like a wet dream yet? No. Do you think that's gonna happen? It has in the past. Like, doesn't your body like eventually just have to? Yes, and by, by, by like, the way. It's actually like healthy for your body. Yes, I just wanna say this. I'm not like anti-masturbation. I'm not like preaching this. Like masturbation is a part of healthy sexuality. Yes. Like people should do it. It's healthy. Well, and physically it's healthy for you. Oh yeah, I guess that's true yeah. too. But like, but I also think, but I guess what I would be an advocate for is trying is like um questioning and maybe changing habits and patterns in your life as a means of learning about yourself mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like you know like so like if if someone you know it, it's it's no different than if someone has like sort of smoked you know smoked weed every day for like the past five years of their life it's like hey maybe try like going a month mm -hmm. without smoking at all yeah. And like, that's not because weed is evil or, or your habit is bad for you or whatever, but like, see what happens. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's sort of like, that's kind of like what I'm doing now. Um, but it is funny. Cause like, I'll be like, maybe I should like hit this person up. Like just mm -hmm. to like, you know, like, Hey, you know, that person that I like sort of went on a few dates with and didn't feel a connection to, but like, like I'm like, she's pretty attractive. Like maybe we could have like a little friends with benefit. And then I'm like, I don't want that. You yeah. know, like, then like five minutes later, I'm like, wow, like yeah. that's so interesting. I know. Cause in the past I would have like had that thought and just like gone. Done it. Yeah. Yeah. Gone with it. So yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I masturbate a lot. 
Good for you. Which, by the way, that's also like, yeah. like, so this is the other thing about like doing something different as a means of self-exploration. So like if you've never masturbated before, masturbate like twice a day for a month. Seriously. And like, so you know, to like, to like yeah. learn about yourself, like yeah. just do something different to like try something out. Yeah. Right? And I went yeah. like 24 years without masturbating. You, 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 you I deserve it. Lost time. You got to make up for lost time. <laughs> yeah. But I think, you know, I think there's just a lot of like messages and all of what we're saying is like just you know there's so many things to like numb ourselves yes. from pain and emotion and if you are in a place where you want to explore that there's a lot of different ways in which you can explore that whether that's therapy or mm -hmm. um you know taking a break from certain things or doing a session with a medium or meditation or yep. whatever it is yep. and um and you know like allow yourself when you're ready to feel the feelings that you're feeling. Yes. Oh, that's so perfectly said. I mean, yeah, we spend so much time like running from our experience and also reacting to what's happening in our lives as though like everything that happens is like some kind of burden or mm -hmm. obstacle. Right. And like, yeah. I've said this on the show before, cause I say it all the time and I try to like embrace this although sometimes it's really fucking hard when you're in a lot of pain but the idea that like life is not something that's happening to you it's happening for you mm -hmm. like it's always like calling you deeper mm -hmm. like a deeper understanding and a deeper connection with yourself and a deeper connection with others and acceptance and compassion and you know all of this stuff so. yeah and everything has a moment where you can be like what lesson did i learn for this yeah you know yeah so Beautiful. right Okay, you guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Hello and Goodbye Podcast at underscore Lena Joan at the Real Jared Rodriguez. You can find us on our website, like everything: Patreon, YouTube, social sponsors. Um, we still have our special offer with Jade Bianca, who's our um, matchmaker. Yes, dating after so divorce. You can get a discount with her. The merch. We've got ho 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 mugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So find that on www.helloandgoodbyepodcast.com. Share with a friend. Rate and review. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye.